welcome to episode 30 what? of the Hughes Musings podcast. It's the big 3 Who else is going to be the big 3 soon? That's why I said it like that. <gasps> Not long away. Oh, it would have been cool if we met up, but you know. That's fine. You know, if like, yeah. we had you, the, the big 3-0 on your big 3-0. We're, we're, we're like a month early, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but so yeah. just in case I was a no, my birthday's the 15th of June. Yeah, so messages, gifts, anything, just let yep. us know. I'll leave a PO box below. It's not like it's important <laughs> or anything, it's just the big 3-0. So, yeah, but I'll let you finish the intro. Instantly <clears throat> distracted. Sorry, finish yeah. the intro. <laughs> so yeah, it's episode 30. Uh, my name is John. And I'm Carol. And we are the Hugheses, and this is Hughes Musings. Woo! You like to mix up sometimes, I wasn't sure. It's going to be a long one, a short one. I know. We shorty. But it was excited. It was. Yeah, none of that downbeatness. No. No, we don't have any of that anymore. So it is birthday month next month. And John, yeah. it's also John's birthday, and he's like, normally we eh. enjoy like a birthday month, but he's yeah. like trying to play it down because it's my 30th. So yeah. it's make me feel special. Mine's, but... mine's not important. Like, I'm 36 in yeah. June, so. But um, it's still your birthday. We're yeah. still going to have birthday month. I know, but, like, I'm 36, you know. It's it's it's, it's old. I just, it's it, just increasingly old now. It really irritates me that your birthday's first. So I've got <laughs> to, like... Like, I want John to give me a lot of effort, so I've really got to give him a lot of effort. Yeah, but so you don't that... this year, because intrinsically, having a big 3-0 means that you're going to have lots of effort. So you, I've already said you don't have to do anything this year for mine. I know, but I, I love birthdays. Like, you asked I... me the other day of, like, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, nothing. But I, every birthday is special, and yeah, it's like... Like Mother's Day or Father's Day. It's like birthday. It's like... I guess so. You get I guess it. so. It's special. It's just because like, I'm just sat around the flat being a massive dosser. Yeah, I'm not I mean, really doing anything. And I, I feel like, you know, I'm not really contributing to the family. So I'm like, well, I, you know, everybody's supporting me at the moment, so I don't need anything oh, else. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's your birthday. Just let it be your birthday. Get me a card. Um, yeah, get so me drunk. I Happy birthday. Have... Okay. <laughs> I did have lots of plans, like my 30th, of like the special holiday we wanted to do. Yeah. Because like I want a caravan. Like that is like really my badly. life goal is I yep. want a caravan. So we were going to do like a little like camping, glamping type of trip uh, for my birthday going around the Route 500. So it's not happening and it is really sad. But, you know, maybe next year. Um, it's not something we can really delay because we have to do it in the summer because it's Scotland and I'm not doing yeah. the winter. <laughs> yeah. So maybe for my 31st, we'll do it. Maybe. Maybe we'll do like a, a makeup holiday yeah, yeah. of like this was for your 30th. Yeah. So, yeah. and obviously like going out for dinner with like family and stuff. Yeah. So the very recently, as in like a couple hours ago, the kind of... Um, yeah, I was wondering if we were going to talk about this, but yeah, there has been an announcement made about... Scotland, yeah. Yeah, Scotland's sort of covid recovery strategy yeah so it looks like we i can have a garden party <laughs> the soundboard just went <laughs> no, so you can meet up outdoors with yeah. someone from another household yeah so without going into too much detail like from next week you can meet up with one other household outdoors um for like a social event and yeah. then phase two they've not announced like a date but just depend it depends on like 
the virus and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it just depends so, on figures and yeah. sort of infection rates and things like that. And they'll see what happens with that. So when phase two starts, you can meet with either someone else in a house or a couple of households outside. So yep. hopefully by my birthday, we can meet up with like a couple of different people. Yeah. Have a little garden party. And yeah, if even not, if it's a small sort of quaint yeah. affair, yeah. I will drive round to everyone's garden and have like 10 garden parties in the one day. Yeah, we won't drive around. Okay, why? Because you'll be drinking at every single garden. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a garden crawl. A garden crawl, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good idea. Let's do a garden crawl. Carolyn so, Jones garden crawl. I'll bring my own my own banners, don't worry. You don't need to do anything like that. <laughs> I'll get um Craig's little oh, buggy yeah. thing for his bike. I'll cycle you around to each other. <laughs> <laughs> increasingly wobbly as we go along. Yeah, so be prepared for a month all about Carol and John, although every week's all about Carol and John, but I think we should do like a little birthday special. Sure. We'll think of month. something to do for it. If anybody has any ideas like of what we can do for like a birthday special. Yeah, I think for John, we should talk about John being a baby and his life growing up. I was going to say, what, last week? <laughs> what did we call you? Oh, when? A man baby or something. Yeah, like a man child. No, but we always call you a man child, but there's some th- a joke that worked out quite well. I can't, I can't remember. remember. And then my birthday will have it all about me. We'll, we'll do a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> right. How well do you know Carol? Right. And then because it is birthday month, I think the next one we should do like our best birthdays or like birthday parties and celebrations sure, and stuff. Sure. Yeah. So if you've yeah. got any memorable birthdays, let us know and we'll yep. discuss best birthdays. birthdays yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. So we've got that coming up next month. So we've got four weeks to prepare birthday, for that. So. Well, not really. Three weeks till yeah. mine. Is it three weeks? I yeah. thought it was sooner than that. No, I mean it's. Oh my! I thought it, I thought we were a week back. Mm. Like it was the twenty-first already. So yeah, two weeks. Whoa! Yeah, Whoa! Like nearly three weeks. Yeah. But wow! Like I definitely thought it was still like the fourteenth or fifteenth or something. <laughs> Like, time has just gone. I sit in this flat and do F all, all the time, so... I, know, I can't believe we're time doing Time has that, just gone. Another podcast, I'm like, I've not done anything the last time yeah, we Yeah, so just so you guys know, like, the weekly catch-up's going to be really, really quick this week because we recorded on Sunday and released, and now it's Thursday. So it's only been three days since we last recorded. Carol's been in work, and I've sat on my arse still. Yeah. So okay, that's so... pretty much it. That's caught up. <laughs> but, Carol, how are you? I'm really good. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it is It is nice being working, but it's also hard working. Yeah, when you came home yesterday and, like, we won't talk about details and stuff, but it sounded no. like yeah. it was a bit of a heart-wrenching day yesterday. Yeah, one of my service users is having a really tough time just now. Um, so, you know, I'm just an empathetic person. Yeah. And, it's... you know, it, yeah. it does get me down. It is hard not to bring it home. One thing I have noticed, though, the longer that you've been doing that job, the less you bring that home <laughs> the less sympathetic i get i'm like suck no. it up <laughs> no, no no the less you bring it home so when yeah. you first started doing that job had you had a day like you had yesterday you would have come home and been upset and ratty and taken it out on me a bit yeah which i completely understand because you have to vent and you vent to the people you love but yeah. now you just come home you tell me exactly what happened mm-hmm. and we have a moment together where like i'll offer you some support and then we move on with our evening you know you you're much better at compartmentalizing yeah between work and home now which yeah. 
is is really difficult you know you've got to be able to do it to do that job i think yeah definitely it is hard and i did have one of my hardest days as a caterer as well yesterday like yeah um another place i was at like it was just like probably one of the worst things i've had to go through like as a caterer not like I don't know how to describe it without like without saying what, yeah. what happened yeah so I had to so I had nothing to do with the person like I had to do something and it was just, like during that way you question like <laughs> do I get paid enough to do this <laughs> it was a messy job yeah yeah yeah. so that was like one of the the hardest times although thinking back actually I've been through worse but it was just one of those moments where I was like do I really want to be doing this and I was like do you know what yeah yeah and, like it's worth it you know everyone has crappy bits of their job that exactly. they've got to get through yeah. mm. to do the good bits of their job. So. Of course, of course. But it was it was the first time I've ever had a moment where I was like, do I get paid enough for this? <laughs> I get you, I get you. From from when you told me, I I, I, I was thinking, I, w- I definitely wouldn't be able to do that. The thing is, like, you can't walk away from it. It's like your job, like, you've just got to do it. You know, you just gotta grin and bear it. Exactly, but yeah, I mean, you go you 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 go into work the next time. That's what says you can get through it all the time. You know. Yeah, and I know this is probably like a really strange thing, but see, having a shower straight after work every day, like that's not normally one of my routines. Like I've normally like mm. come home, have my dinner, lounge out, have a shower, and go straight to bed. Yeah, I get you. Like um, you chill out and then have a shower and then go to bed yeah. rather than shower chill out bed yeah. Yeah, yeah like i'm not a morning shower as i've said in the past but like see as soon as i come in and just like having that shower it just gives you that time to like wash away the day and yeah. i think it is something about not washing my hair i am not taking that forward no like my hair is <laughs> suffering from it like yeah. it is so dry but like greasy at the same time like, it's going to be hard to recover because i used to wash my hair like twice a week yeah and now i'm washing it like four times a week like you are quite lucky though because you have like a lot of healthy hair yeah like you have a large amount of hair and you know it's strong and healthy so it just gets oily so quickly like like i'm off today and tomorrow so i'm not gonna wash my hair today or tomorrow but it it feels greasy already and i only washed it last night yeah so it's just like my hair my scalp is like over producing oils because i keep washing them away that's it and it's trying to sort of do its natural thing yeah yeah mm. um so yeah i will be taking the hair washing forward but i think as soon as i come in having a shower it really does just like wash away the day and yeah. then it gets you into like relax mode because i mean i That's come good. home quite late like i normally get home at about eight o'clock yeah depending on how long it takes you yeah. to sort of finish up there somewhere between sort of quarter to eight and say quarter past half past is the latest you've been back yeah so um, it doesn't sound late, but when your alarm goes off at six o'clock in the yeah, morning, yeah, when you start at that time, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it is something I'll take forward, my little shower. And there's something else that is also helping me with work, but that is a later thing I want to talk about. But how are you, John? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I've been a little bit busy this week, uh, doing bits and bobs. Um, yes, trying to be very busy. creative. Um, yeah, it definitely helps you mentally to express your creativity. Yeah, I've been exercising a lot more. Um, I've got my uh, resistance bands, which is good. That's helped, although... Not the ones you really wanted, though. <laughs> no, they're, they're a bit long and they're a bit weak for me. So I'm having to use like all of them on one mm. to get the resistance that I need because 
as mentioned the other week, I'm quite strong, like weirdly so strong. strong. I, I don't mean it as a brag. Like <laughs> I just, I, I just am. You know, like I'm, it's not a bragging thing. I just, you know, I'm a big guy. Like big guys are generally strong because they have to be able to hold themselves up. You know, because that's a lot of weight you're carrying around every day. Um, yeah, but what's it called? What's it? Body weight or something like what is it when you just do exercises using your own body weight? Like yeah, that, yeah, like uh, body, like body, yeah, 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 body resistance training and things like that. Kinesthetics is yeah, is yeah. basically what I'm doing. Like like we were saying, there's like lunges, squats, sit ups, push ups, things like that. You know, and just yeah. sort of basically just trying to keep myself like physically active and stuff like that. So that's that's done a lot for my sort of mental health as well. It's just I've got a bit of routine now, so I get up, just do it straight away nice um before i even think about it i'm like right okay morning exercises and then i can crack on with my day it's like the first thing that i do um so that's been really good uh the rest of the stuff we'll talk about later a little bit down the line uh but i'm having a lovely day today um yep we had a nice long line and get up till midday oof, yeah i i'm gonna struggle to uh write the body clock from that one i think see I, i'm i'm quite adaptable Aye. i'll be all right but then yeah we just chilled for a bit um i had podcast and computer game time and you chatted to some friends yeah i had a zoom call with my nursery my my real day job it was one of the girls birthdays so we all chipped in and got some presents delivered and then we sang have our over zoom which was horrendous because <laughs> everyone knows the lag and it was just <laughs> awful so i just sat there with a party hat on like miming yeah, I was gonna say I definitely didn't hear you saying. <laughs> you didn't. No. Good. <laughs> yeah, I just maimed and smiled. <laughs> <laughs> nice, well played. Well but, you played. Know, it's a cute moment, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. Things. It's lovely yeah. that you all did that. It's amazing. Um, and yeah, now we've got um, a podcast, and we've got a little treat for ourselves. Yeah. But to talk about that, we're just gonna have to let everybody know what's on our plate. Oh, want you to tell me, Nate. Oh, can't you tell me? Why oh, can't you tell me? What's on your plate? What's on your flumping plate? So, yeah, we're sat here um, with a little treat, aren't we, Carol? We sure are. I don't, I don't, I want to do a little bit of backstory. Right. So, our freezer is overrun with ice. So, we are slowly whittling it down. We, we have mentioned it. Yeah, we've had said that, yeah, we're yeah. having a few issues. So, we've got like two half drawers or something left. We are pretty much there now. We've we're got a little there, bit of frozen veg. Which we'll probably just chuck in the bin because yeah. there's too much of it to eat. It'll take us like a month to get through it. It's like yeah. a big, massive Iceland bag. Yeah. Um, there was like a. I can't remember what else was in there. Now. There's like a couple of sauces in the top shelf. Oh yeah, there's a pea and mint sauce which we thought was pea and ham. A pea and mint soup. Soup which we thought was pea and ham, and no, neither of us want pea and mint. Yeah. So that's not going to get eaten. Well, that's I'm just probably been, just going to. It's been sat there for a few months. Suck it up and eat it because I'm too frugal. To <laughs> I'm not. I I'll do throw not. away veg, but I'm not throwing away a soup. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's insane. Um. So anyway, we were. Um, we like to have posh coffee around four o'clock. It's our yep. little routine when Talked I'm off. Talked about our posh coffee times yep. a few weeks ago on what's on your plate. So John was going to the freezer to get ice, and normally we keep ice on the top drawer, but it's got so much freezer ice over it that yeah, you can't get you it open. Yeah, can't open it now, so we're gonna have so, to defrost. Yeah. Yeah. So we put the tray in the bottom shit, the bottom drawer, which is usually like the meat drawer, but there's no meat left, so we took it out. And there was this little tub of ice cream Aye, in the from back of the meat drawer, yeah. Months ago when I had, I don't know if it was like a sore throat or a sore stomach or something. And it, 
the date what did we what did we buy that for i cannot remember i think i had a sore throat and right. i was eating ice cream or something right feeling okay. pathetic and sorry for myself and we'd never really touched it since we we're like let's put ice cream in our coffees yeah so we we started off with just putting a bit of ice cream in the coffees and then i was like oh do you remember that time when we were on holiday and we put a bit of booze in our coffee as well and Carol was like, yeah, yeah, do you remember we took a video of it? So I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do that then. So we've got a bit of Kahlua, we've got ice cream, uh, yeah. and we put uh, <laughs> a bit of caramel dessert sauce. The, the bad thing is, it's that, it's that Skinny's caramel sauce. Which so is just like ridiculous. So, low yeah, calorie. Full, full fat ice cream, uh, really sugary Kahlua, and then skinny caramel sauce. <laughs> yeah, and we opened up a brand new packet of coffee. Yep, so we're uh, on to our Costa, Costa Signature Blend. Oh, yeah. Uh, how do we feel about the Costa Signature Blend? It's hard to tell. <laughs> taste it. Because it's all sugar in there. So we have we have not got a review of our coffee time at the moment. <laughs> but I think it won't be as good as that the That might be something had. that we could think about doing for future weeks. Coffee maybe, reviews. Maybe do like little coffee reviews. The more that we use that, you know, coffee machine and we get yeah. a new blend in, we'll let you know what blend we're on. So the blend we just finished was um, uh, Marks and Spencer's Christmas blend. Yeah. It was, it was really was nice. Amazing. It was like really smooth and like... Spiced. Like, yeah, slightly spiced and rich, but like mm. not like hard. Like I like sort of smooth oakier coffees I, yeah. d- I don't want it to have that bitterness of the coffee bean no no so i really really like the marks and spencer's one yeah i think i had like chocolate and ginger in it or something like yeah hints i don't know i don't yeah. understand it, but it was yeah it was amazing it was really smooth really nice and uh we approve uh so at christmas time all those yeah. months away we'll try and remind you yeah. That the uh, Marks and Spencer's christmas blend is banging beautiful yeah santa brought that for you didn't he did much Good appreciated as well it was. Cheers, Santa. Yeah. So um, tomorrow we'll have another push coffee and we'll let you know next week what the, yeah. the cost of English is. So I think I'm going to call this the Mediterranean iced coffee. Mediterranean? Yeah, because we had it in Tenerife. Okay. And we had, which isn't Mediterranean, we'll, we'll let it go, but it's Spanish, which is Mediterranean. Um, and we started this trend in Cyprus. Yeah. So I'm going to call it our Mediterranean iced coffees. Nice. Where it's pretty much like a, a boozy dessert in a glass. It's banging. <laughs> I'm going to call it the the leftover coffees. <laughs> I think mine sounds a little, you know, more zhuzhé, a bit, little bit bougie. Yeah. Leftover caramel sauce and leftover... Was it? <laughs> a, a leftover iced coffee. I, th- I think, like I said, I think mine sounds a little bit more bougie. What, what was could... the booze again? Kahlua. Kahlua, yeah. Leftover from Christmas Day. Ice cream leftover from when I had a sore throat. Yeah. Yeah, it's the leftover coffees. Okay. I, I, I slightly <laughs> prefer mine, but it's okay. So, uh, ne- next segment is Challenge Me. Challenge you. Challenge me, challenge you. Aha! And yeah, John had a minute, so he made a new intro, which means it's an official segment because it's got an intro. Welcome, welcome. I had a lovely time doing that. No. Because the old one, like, was rubbish. Only because it was all me. What? Was the old one not just me going, aha? No, that was just us chatting, but... um, No, the old one was that little, like, radio one. Now Uh, for time, yeah, no. (laughs) 
that was that was naff. So that was just a placeholder. That was always going to be a placeholder. Yeah. So there you go. Challenge me, challenge you. So Carol, how did you get on with your challenge? Well, I feel like I've let myself down a bit because I got a couple of messages about some really good ideas. Right. So I had this um, like three course meal and a drink planned. Right. From all the suggestions I've had. Yeah. Um, but just with working and oh, time just got away from me. Sure. And I knew we were recording today. So last night, after my 12 hour shift, I yeah. was like, I've got to, I've got to just do this. You did this. one. So you got, yeah. So I kind of done um, two starters. Yeah. So I made the fake Heinz soup. Yeah. So one thing that I got a couple of suggestions from people, but they obviously didn't realize it's supposed to be a healthy yeah, um, yeah. recipe mm. so i got a couple ideas of like really not healthy recipes but um i got i did get some good ones that were healthy recipes amazing so i done the fake heinz tomato soup which i really really enjoyed was excellent it actually tastes like heinz soup it was it, well, it doesn't taste like heinz soup but it tastes like very good soup a very nice tomato soup yes yeah, very nice tomato soup um and oh Cheesy bites. I had to check with you. I was like, is this genuinely Slimming World? And you were like, yeah, you're allowed six pieces of cheese. So Yeah, so if you take the extra light Laughing Cow Cheese Triangles, yep. you can have six triangles as one portion of Healthy Extra A. Right. You're allowed two portions of Healthy Extra A yep. a day. Weight Watchers, I don't know. I have no idea what their daily no, we, we, stuff is Yeah, like. we just follow Slimming World. So um, for, yeah, WW, we don't know. Yeah, so you can have yeah six extra light Four light or two regular, right? Depending like how how much cheese you want. Sure, sure. Um, and baby bells, you can have two, uh, full fat baby bells or four light baby bells. Yep. So we had some light baby bells left and some cheese triangles left. So I thought, let's do it all. And one of the recipes that I was going to make for John that was really quick, we didn't have all the ingredients for. So I was like, oh, I'll just do these tri- cheese triangles instead. Yeah. Because I've not got eggs, so I can't make this other recipe. Yeah, but then you had nothing to bind the yeah. the breadcrumbs Forget to the cheese. Yeah. I need eggs to bread things. <laughs> so we went shopping the other day, and they had no eggs. No, they were they were all out. There was a big old gap there. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's because of pandemic. Must, or they something. must they must have just been waiting for a delivery and just you know go short yeah. at the moment, doesn't no it? You eggs. get your deliveries whenever you get them at the moment, I guess. Um, so I tried like dipping it in milk and then the breadcrumbs so the breadcrumbs it was half a portion of blended oats and half a portion of bread like blended right. together with paprika garlic and salt and pepper yeah um so the baby bells just melted completely into a ball of goo yeah but once they've cooled they kind of hardened and i put them on my tomato soup i was gonna say oh. you used them like oh. cheesy croutons for your soup yes. and i was like now I'm jealous because yeah. I'd already had my dinner at that point, so it was just a little taster for me. Yeah. I literally just had two or three of them and a, and a tiny little ramekin of soup to yeah. to, to try. To and uh, yeah, yeah, like I I saw that and I was like, well, I am very jealous. Yeah, because it so looked the, amazing. The cheese triangles worked out really well, didn't they? They did. They were excellent. Yeah. So I kind of mushed them into the breadcrumbs, so they were coated. Yeah. <laughs> And then I just baked them for 10 minutes at 180. Yeah. And oh my God, they were like gooey and warm and crunchy. It was delightful. Heaven. Delightful. But I couldn't have eaten six. No, no. Six I, I mean, lot. I had yeah. three and I used the soup to dip in. Yeah. Which wasn't really a good idea because they're 
cheese triangles covered yeah. in bread. They they haven't got that strong a constitution. No, no. So I mean, we just got eaten, but they were amazing. Yeah. So maybe we'd just go for like light ones and have like four. Sure. Ran the extra light and have six. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So that was my challenge. So I didn't give it a hundred percent, but I did try any recipe, which was I met the bare minimum. Yeah. Of the requirements. So yes, tentatively you completed your challenge. No, no tentatively about it. Well, you had an extra week and you only did the bare minimum. So I did two two courses. The the reason that I'm doing this is is because well you, you didn't you didn't. I done course. a soup and cheesy bites. All right. And I also made onion rings and a pizza. You just didn't eat any of it. <laughs> I'm not sure those onion rings count. Um, Where the onion? There was onion Where there. Where the ring? They were perfect rings. Yeah, but there was no breadcrumbs on or anything. It, you literally just put some onions in the oven. <laughs> but anyway, um, the reason that I'm, I'm sort of playing yours down is because I did not complete my challenge. Uh, you did not even start your challenge, Mr. Hughes. I started it. Realised how much I hate The Sims and turned it off and stopped. Yeah, I'm really sorry. That was two weeks ago and I was like, I'll give it another go, I'll give it another go. And every time I thought about doing it, I was just like, I hate it so much. I just hate it. I can't do it. So, no, I failed my challenge, but not because I didn't try. Well, not because I couldn't do it, but it was because I didn't even really try. Like, I hate The Sims so much that I couldn't do it. I didn't realise you hated it that much. It's the most tedious game for me. But you've got you've got a goal, a challenge, a mission. Yeah, but yeah, I just I couldn't I could I couldn't well, I just couldn't. So I failed my challenge. It's my first failure on Challenge Me, Challenge You. I don't feel great about it, apart from the fact that I didn't really try and do it. Failure. So I'll take it as a loss. Mm-hmm. But so what is that? Three one or three two? Sorry. I mean, are we are we gonna keep score? Yes, we are. Yes. Well, that's the last time I fail a challenge then. <laughs> and I'm never going to fail, so I will always win. <laughs> <laughs> you will. So 3-2, yeah? How many challenges have we done? I yeah, mean, three. let's just notch it of, of if we fail, we get a mark. So you've so got one point. I've got one failure. Okay. And the idea is to have no no marks. So yeah, I have as few as possible. One failure. Okay. So now that we know that I'm a bit of a failure and have a mark against me... Oh, this is new knowledge. Well, <laughs> it, it is to me. <laughs> I didn't know I failed. Um, yeah, so let's move swiftly on to, to our next challenge. Um, so, Carol, what have you got for me? So, this is another one of my top ten favourite hobbies. Right. Is my painting. Okay. So my watercolor, I've got a tiny little canvas. I'm going to show you a picture. Um. So I challenge you to make something like this. A tiny little canvas painting that has an inspirational quote on it. Oh, can it be a shit inspirational yes, quote? Yes, it can. Okay, excellent. So mine is so it's a a, a picture of a sun, either a sunset or a sunrise. Not sure. I think it's a sunset. Um, and it says, every sunset leads to a sunrise. Right. Oh, So it's a it's, cute... It's a bit inspirational. Yeah, of course. It was a joke I made it for. So I've got this tiny little canvas that I want you to paint with a beautiful quote on it. 
motivating me. Right, okay. And the quote has to match the picture? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because inspirational quotes are always funny when they don't. Or don't. Whatever you, wherever your creative flow takes you, this is going to be a very hard one for you to fail, John. Yeah, Just I mean, I've got to here. paint something and write something down. I, I think I could do this. Yeah, you got this? I feel like I've got this. <laughs> I feel like, feel like I'm not going to get a notch. I feel like I'm all right. Yeah, so the only way you can feel this is by not even doing it. Yeah, which which happened with The Sims. Of like, I turned it on, played for half an hour, went, I fucking hate The Sims, <laughs> and then turned it off again and was like, I'll take the failure. <laughs> like, it wasn't even like I tried. Like, I played it for half an hour and went, I'll just take the loss. <sighs> I'm so disappointed <laughs> in you. I hate it I'm so, so much. So, so much. So I'm going to give you something you genuinely hate doing at some point mm. just so I can be like ha yeah yeah but right okay so I've got to paint something let's keep it in the same wheelhouse of creativity okay okay right Carol you have to write a poem okay of at least of at least 16 lines. 16 ri- lines! 16 lines rhyming. F- 16 lines rhyming. You are a poo. <laughs> I've got to paint something lines. and think of an, a shit inspirational so, quote. So every single line has to rhyme or I can do like just a last it, line? As long as it's a rhyming pattern. So I can do like four lines and then it rhymes or something? I mean, yeah. Like in some sort of rhyming verse. Okay. So it's either alternate or it's like rhyme, rhyme, different, rhyme, rhyme, different. You know, there's loads of different rhyming patterns you can yeah. use. There's one that's like a line and then like the, so there's four lines and two and four rhyme. Yeah, you like can that. you can do that. Yeah, as long as it's got some sort of rhyming pattern. Oh, golly. Can't just 16 be, can't lines. just be 16. I mean, 16 lines is not a lot when you start to write a poem. If you're writing a poem on a subject matter, 16 lines is a quick starter. Okay. <laughs> you look really angry right now. Mm-hmm. I've got to paint something and write something down. All you got to do is write something down. I've got to paint something. One sentence you've got to write down. I've got to paint a whole thing. Okay, whatever. Right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I like the theme tune that much. So that was Challenge Me. Challenge you. Challenge me, challenge you. Aha! Uh, so, what are we moving on to next, Carol? You have been very inspired this week. I have. So, we're going to go straight into. Right over to Inspiration Corner. Inspiration Corner. Inspiration Corner. Yeah, so for Inspiration Corner, uh, I have done something that I haven't done for years. Years and years and years and years. So I spent a lot of time playing other people's music, arranging other people's music into different kinds and sounding different ways, but I've never really had anything to say myself um, since I was, like, say, 20. Like, I haven't 
tried to write a song or anything. Like you wrote a little song for me. I mean, I've wrote and written little wrote and <laughs> wrote and wrote and <laughs> I've written little ditties here and there, like a little song for you and um I've done some comedy songs and nothing that I've taken too seriously. Yeah. Uh, but I wrote a little song this week. Uh, I'm sort of mid process of recording it. I'm hoping that by next week I can give a little preview on the show maybe. Woo! Um and so that's been my little inspiration corner, and I think I might start trying to write a few more. It depends how it goes, because I spent 20 minutes sort of faffing around on the guitar going, I want to do something creative because I haven't done it for ages. Mm. Um, and I got to the point where I was like, I just haven't got anything to say anymore. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, I like that chord pattern. Oh, no, hang on. I can think of something to sing now. Oh, this is what I want to say. And it's a nice song. It's called Positive Mind. And it's all about trying to stay optimistic in difficult times so it's quite sort of contextual as mm. well uh so that i'm gonna show everybody i'll um debut it give the premiere uh on the podcast next week Woo. of positive mind and hopefully that will then mm, sort of push me to do a bit more maybe write a few other songs maybe some that are maybe a bit more upbeat or a bit more sort of pragmatic things like that so we'll see we'll see what happens with that but that is essentially my inspiration corner this week of like i started writing song maybe i'll write some more oh yeah so it's all john no carol this week yeah yeah so the theme tune is is complete bs this week just this week though just this week generally it's (laughs) with carol and a little bit of john but no it's 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 all me because carol's busy working so i have lots of working yeah, Did just, I mention that? just every now and again, yeah. Um, so I have lots of time to be inspired. So this is what I've done. I've uh, started writing songs. Oh, oh, you don't bug me now. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. You don't bug me now. You don't bug me now. Um, the other thing that I've been doing this week as well is I've been watching films. Yes, a challenge you managed to complete. Yeah, because it wasn't even a challenge. <laughs> it you wasn't. Just, it wasn't part of challenge. Me challenge you. You just set yourself this challenge. Came from a muser. A muser was like, I. So I... you're saying a muser is more important than me? I don't appreciate your silence. No. <laughs> it's all about you, muses. I promise. Um, so yeah, a muser set me a challenge of watching all of the Terminator films and ranking them. Um, on the plectrum scale as we go. Uh, so I did. I've watched all six Terminator films. I only had no time to play The Sims. Uh, so thanks very much for the challenge, Dave. Much appreciated. And it distracted me from thinking, oh, maybe I should play The Sims. Yeah, thanks, I, Dave. Because I definitely shouldn't play The Sims because it's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I watched all of the films. And I'm just going to talk about them briefly. And rank them as we go. Uh, so starting off with Terminator 1, that was 1984 uh, from the wonderful filmmaker and creative mind of James Cameron. Obviously uh, one of the iconic Arnold Schwarzenegger roles kind of set him as being the greatest, biggest star of the 80s and 90s. It's amazing. And even going back and watching the film, you see the sort of technology gap there of like they they were testing the technology of having like things like 
animatronics in films and things like that. But it's amazing to watch. Um, it's it's really interesting to to sort of see where movies and technology was in the 80s. Uh, but it's an incredible film. I really, really enjoyed it. So I'm going to rank that a big old four and a half plectrums because it was almost perfect. But as I said, the technology wasn't quite there. There was a couple, a couple of little eggy moments. Some of the actors were a bit not great. Um, but for me, um, it's classic film and there's a reason it's a classic. You go back and watch it and it's fantastic. Um, and then uh, so I watched the second Terminator 2 film. Uh, that's one that I remember better. Uh, from from my childhood because I was born in 1984. Wow, so long ago. Yeah, like almost as long as the Terminator films. Well, exactly as long as the Terminator films. Mm. Um, so I I remember going back and watching the first one, but Terminator Two was like the first one that I watched, and I remember it being like one of those like iconic films of my childhood. It was, it came out and it was like the biggest most impressive amazing blockbuster that ever came out <laughs> it was it was the biggest film of its time it was as big as any film you can think of as big as the marvel movies are now um because the first one was such a hit that when they brought the second one out everyone was like oh wow another terminator film and they had a, i remember in the trailer they showed the t1000 which is like the molten metal person Mm. who like i don't know if you do you know the film at all no not at all right okay well there's like um like a liquid metal terminator Mm -hmm. and it shows it like i think they showed like it got shot in the face and then there was like a big metal hole there and the metal metal hole closed up and it was just the person's face again Mm. now in the 90s when that came out that was (laughs) mind-blowing movie technology when that came out it was unbelievable but that like i watched that back that still stands up now yeah like me and dave had a brief chat about this the other night when we were doing the quiz um of like there's there's one scene in particular i completely agree with dave on this of um they're going through a police station and then all of a sudden like the there's like a checkered floor uh white and black checkered floor and the floor rises and then, like, forms the policeman behind them. Mm. So the Terminator was, like, blended in with the floor mm. and then came up into the person. And it was, like, genuinely quite terrifying. That still stands up now. Like, like you look <laughs> at that and you don't really you, you don't really see where the bad technology is. Like, mm. it looks really good. And it was so well done for its time that, like, now 30 years on nearly, still stands up. Not bad. As, you know, like, wow, that, that, that looks really cool. Like, everybody knows how you do it now. Hmm. Because, I mean, film technology's moved on massively since then. But still seeing that, like, you, you still you still look at it and appreciate it for... That was good film technology. That created, like, a really iconic shot there. That was amazing. So I'm going to rank Terminator 2 because it of its incredible storyline... And the fact that it still stands up as an absolute five plectrum film. Woo! It is iconic and one of those rare occasions where the sequel is better than the original. Hmm. Like a lot of the times they overcook them or they're not yeah. quite as good of like, oh, I see what you went for there, but it wasn't quite as good. But a much better sequel than the original. And the original was a really good film. 
So then... So number three. That's all the good things that I've got to say. Now, okay. Now, moving on to number three. So now, all downhill from here? Well, no. Not all downhill from here. No. But this is a def- definite dip, a definite valley mm-hmm. in the valleys and mountains of the Terminator franchise. Now, I think Dave, Dave asked me to do this because I think he went back and watched these films and was like, oh, actually, it's not as bad as I remember. Ah. Kind of hoping that I'd feel the same. Now, in watching Terminator 3, I didn't feel the same as Dave. Aww. Like, not, not for Terminator 3. I think it was badly cast. And the action shots and the sequences were contrived and a little bit awkward and kind of trying to be comical, but not funny. And the, you can see that, like, so the first two, they came from the mind of James Cameron. They were... His intellectual property, he helmed the films, and it was with one very obvious, clear vision of this is the kind of film that I want to make. Mm-hmm. Now, Terminator 3 uh, had gone to other people, and the vision had diverted slightly because Terminator 2 ends with quite a clear ending. So they're obviously trying to sort of like recover some sort of like story. Uh, from what was a clear ending, which you can do. Writers have proved that you you know you can recover anything with a bit of clever writing. But this didn't really mm. come with clever writing for me, mm. apart from the 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 one premise, which was that Judgment Day is inevitable. And I was like, oh, that's quite interesting. Of no matter what you do, there's always going to be a way, and there's always going to be some kind of Judgment Day in the Terminator universe. And I thought, oh, that's quite cool. But just the casting was bad, and just. It just didn't really work for me. It was shot badly, and the Terminator, the girl who played the Terminator, is just the worst kind of actress. She's just wooden. And, I mean, I know you're playing a Terminator, so you're supposed to be all robotic and a bit robot, but come on. She was awful. Awful. Uh, so Terminator Three, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna keep complaining about it, but I really didn't enjoy it. I think it lacked many sort of redeeming features. The only redeeming feature was the was the overall premise of Judgment Day is inevitable and no matter what you do, you can't fight it. And in the end, they find a bunker and hide in a bunker while Judgment Day happens. And I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. Mm. You know, of like this terrible event is inevitable. You can't stop it. All you have to do is survive it. Right. So I thought, okay, that's kind of cool. Okay. Um, so because of that, I'm going to give it... One plectrum. <gasps> Whoa! It was it was bad. Okay, so number really four. bad. So next up would be Terminator Salvation, um, which is Christian Bale, Sam Worthington, uh, lots of other good people. Hannah Bonham Carter's in it. They really wanted to reboot the franchise here, sort of take mm-hmm. it in a different direction. So it goes sort of post Judgment Day. It's about the actual war in the future um, and the pre- it's like a prequel sequel so because obviously it deals with time travel and things like that mm. it deals with the story of John Connor meeting Kyle Reese who's the person he sends back to save his mum who then becomes his dad 
So <laughs> you're, you're so lost right now, aren't you? Yeah. I've yeah. not seen any of the films, so... No, you did not sit and watch with to... me. No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing lots of waffling here. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get through, though. But because they've asked me to do it, I want to give Your a opinion. fair assessment yeah, without, without sort of going... You know, this isn't a film reviewer's podcast, but at the same time, I want to give not just, oh, this is the rating. I want to give it a bit of information as well. Uh, so they obviously wanted to reboot the franchise here. They threw a lot of cast at it of good performers, good actors and actresses. And for me, it worked quite well. That was that was a redeeming one. I remember watching Salvation when I first watched it. I went, oh, that wasn't bad. And then I watched it again on like home video and was like, oh, no, actually, I really don't like that. Now, giving it a couple of years and going back and watching it, I really enjoyed it. It was it was it's a, it's a very good film. And it had it not done so badly with the box office, I think it could have quite easily become, you know, a good trilogy franchise like they definitely overcooked it the only problem is the only problem for me was the end sequence of that film so they kept it quite gritty quite real quite personal which is how i think a lot of these epic movies work really well take this like huge macro epic overlying sort of what the world's going to end story but make that about the people who were in the middle of it trying to do something about that. So it felt quite gritty and quite real about, you know, a guy who wakes up not knowing who he is and sort of gets saved by a kid who he then has to save. Really interesting story, really personal. Make it about uh, the soldier who has been told all his life that he is the most important person and is going to end the war that he's fighting. So then feels like it's his duty to find the ending for the war. Mm. So so the idea is that John Connor's been told by his mum since he was born that he is special. He There's going to be a war between humans and machines and the only way they're going to win that war is by him ending that war. Mm-hmm. So then that's him as being a soldier, not in charge of everything, but trying to find a way to end that war. It's interesting, you know. They took it sort of from this huge macro idea, but made it about the people. That's how you make great action films. So make it personal, so you feel like you're in that film, that empathy with people. Um, and then the end kind of became too big. It was in like this big Terminator factory, and and there was like all these different things going on, and it didn't feel gritty and personal and real, and you lost the empathy slightly. Mm. Um, so they overcooked the ending of the film, which is why I think it got damned a bit. But up until that point, it was a very good film. Um, I feel like it may be quite a high scorer. So I really like that. Yeah, I'm going to give it four plectrums. So, I mean, like I said, up until the ending, very, very good. Crashed at the box office because I think people had just kind of given up on the Terminator franchise and were mm. like, meh, don't really care anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, up until that point, it was a good film. Um, and then moving on to Terminator Genesis. Now, I am not 100% sure how I feel about this film. Premise-wise, it's quite interesting. But it becomes a bit convoluted. Mm -hmm. So, 
it takes us all the way to the event of them sending more another Terminator back in time or sending the original Terminator back in time and this is where Kyle Reese goes back in time as well but then something happens that then changes that moment and I don't, I don't know there's a lot of like unexplained plot holes in there which maybe they were like oh well we'll explain them in the next film or something but I don't know it just it just felt a bit convoluted for me. There was a couple of nice moments of where, like, Kyle Reese of that film followed the same journey as Kyle Reese from the first film of, like, he ran down the same alleys and had the same moment with the policeman, but only the policeman wasn't the same person. It was a Terminator, and it was like, oh, that's interesting, that's kind of cool. And then he runs into the same Superstore, and they follow the same shot. Shot by shot, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Yeah, that's and cool. and he sort of picks up the same clothes, and and it was like, "Oh, yeah, do you know what? That's actually really interesting the way they've done that. Yeah. That's kind of cool." Uh, but those moments run out thick and fast, and and like I said, there's some really interesting characters. Like J.K. Simmons' character for me was like the most interesting one. So in the superstore, um, there's two police. There's a policeman there. No, two policemen come in. One of them gets killed. And then the other one survives while Kyle Reese gets saved by Sarah Connor and a term- another Terminator who comes to save him. He gets left behind having seen this. So then they travel forward in time again. And then, so he is 30 years older having lived with that knowledge. Mm. And everybody thinks he's like this weirdo cop. And he is obviously bought into the fact that he's a weirdo and now he's a drunk, but he's still looking for signs of Terminators and all this sort of stuff. And that's a really interesting character. But there wasn't enough of that. And then the casting, I just didn't like the cast. The people that they cast. I'm not a massive Jai Courtney fan. I don't think he's very good. Jason Clark, who plays like slightly older John Connor. I hate him as an actor. I've not seen him in anything that I've liked him in. Potentially Everest he's not bad in, uh, but generally not great. Um, but then some of the, the actual ideas in the film are pretty good. So I'm going to I'm gonna put that right down the middle as a 2.5 plectrums, two and a half plectrums. Okay. Because some good ideas, some good action sequences some mm. underutilized good actors i.e matt smith um and then some terrible actors getting slightly too big roles i.e jason clark so it's just a big mishmash of like oh you didn't quite get it right but mm. you you nearly got there so that's a, that's two and a half patrons now terminate dark fate is this is this number six this is number six i okay. can i can see you <laughs> sort of phasing out here carol i do apologize <laughs> but you know people ask me to do this I'm, I'm getting it done I, get it, I, get I it. do apologize carol <laughs> next time you should just watch all the films with me <laughs> so you can have an opinion um so terminate dark fate came out last year uh i'm not going to talk too much about it i promise uh, but this is terminate dark fate is the return of james cameron now when the film came out it was widely regarded in the press release of ignore all the others this is the one that directly follows on from Terminator 2. <laughs> so ignore Salvation, ignore Rise of the Machines, ignore Genesis. None of that means anything. Uh, Dark Fate is James Cameron's third. So it's James Cameron's trilogy. It was like, oh, okay, 
I'm not sure I can do that. That's a bit annoying. But what it did manage to do was take the good things from the other three that it told you to ignore and just mm. put it all into one film. Okay. And it was helmed well. Like obviously, like I said, Cameron's back involved and. Like I said, I'm not going to talk about it too much, but I thought Mackenzie Davis was very, very good. Um, I thought the story was very good. It was well shot. Uh, it was nice to see Linda Hamilton back doing something, and, and I thought she did very, very well with it, playing that sort of grizzled, older Sarah Connor who's become hardened by the fact that she's been hunted by and hunting metallic terminators her entire life you know as a sort of like 50 year old woman who has been at war since her like mid-20s would be uh i thought she was excellent um which you know she hasn't had a big blossoming career apart from this so you know to get a good performance out of somebody like that is is brilliant uh so i'm like i said i'm not going to talk about it too much but i did really enjoy it i enjoyed it when i watched it in the cinema i enjoyed it when i watched it at home it's not blowing my mind, but it's a good quality film. The storyline carries on really well. They take it in the similar sort of situation, similar sort of directions as the others, but slightly different, slightly better done. Um, and, you know, obviously have a bit of nanotechnology because that's what every film has in these days. Oh, it's nanobots. All right, okay, fine. Um, and generally thought it was very good. So I'm going to give it... Three and a half. Mm. Three and a half plectrums because it, 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 was, it was the right film, but about 20 years too late. Yeah. Do you know, it just blows my mind how you can, like, remember each film. Like, how many times have I seen the Harry Potter films? I mean, we've watched them together about four times. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the order. I, could, I couldn't tell you... I couldn't name all of them. Right. Like, I couldn't name all the films. I couldn't tell you what order they're in. I couldn't differentiate film by film and tell you the storyline of each film no or what i guess characters not were in yeah it. it's worth noting while carol says this i've just done that with no notes in front of me not prepped at all well you watched them all in a week i mean i watched them all but i didn't make any notes and go oh uh, this bit that bit that bit i just no. watched them all and that's just come from me watching the films i it's just one of those things that i've like so i watch films weird. and i pick up yeah. bits of information yeah and but no i've i couldn't even tell you like the storyline of each film of Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, we'll do that one day. <sighs> I'm not talking like next week. I'm talking about you know. So while we're on the topic of entertainment bug, John and I have kind of hit a rut in our film and TV watching. Like we've kind of ran out of things. We we to have watch run out of John and Carol watches. Yeah. yeah. I've got lots of things that I watch, and John's got lots of things that he watch. So we're looking to you, musers, to give us some suggestions. So. John will tell you some of the favourite things that we watch together and I'll tell you some of our favourite things we watch together to give you some inspiration and you can suggest some things for us to watch together. Okay, uh, things we've watched together that I really enjoyed. Uh, we really enjoy watching The Rookie. Um, we really enjoyed watching Dexter. Um, other things that we watched together. We also quite like the kind of reality ones. Like We like The Haste. Yeah, we don't mind a good reality what's show. What's the other one that's like The Haste? Oh, the one where they go on the run. Mm. Uh, the Hunted. The Hunted. Yeah, we like those ones as well. Yeah, we like a good reality show. Yeah. Not too trashy. No. 
Because um, um, at the moment, yeah, we're watching the end of 60 Days In. It's like the only thing that we're watching together now. Yeah. Well, we're watching... Brooklyn Nine-Nine, sorry, and The Rookie. But they're, yeah, we're, we're all caught up, so it's like one episode a week. Yeah. So, so we've, we've watched it. We've got nothing yeah. to watch. So for John and Carol watches, it can't be too heavy because generally we watch TV if Carol just comes home from work or when I go back to work when I'll come home from work. So it can't be anything that's too like heavy to watch. Like It can't be too um, dramatic yeah. because we won't get through many episodes. It has to be a relatively easy watch. Yeah. Have a decent degree of romance to action and drama yeah i'm not big actiony no but then at the same time i get bored of it. it's all just about lovey-dovey personal relationships yeah. i'm like yeah, yeah well really like you know you need a context there you know it needs to yeah. be something else as well we also like um like short quick watches like we like the tiger king yeah good like 40 minute episodes like um, we're, we're good at 40 minute episodes like hour long carol switches off if it's 20 minutes i want to watch too many <laughs> Uh, so a good 40 minute like yeah. we don't mind a good 20 minute yeah if there's loads of them if there's lo- if it's like block watching something that yeah. we haven't seen before like we like Park and Rex we like The Office US yeah we've watched all Brooklyn of those Nine-Nine. yeah all of those yeah so US comedy or something like thriller or like murder mystery murder 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 it's been a murder yeah, so if you've got any ideas, please let us know because we don't have much TV to watch together, which is no. it's not, it's not good. So, yeah, no, uh, yeah, be so nice today we were watching Catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, today we've just been watching Challenge TV and watching all the old game shows and stuff. Um, but no, we love that as well. Like, we love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we like a good game show. Like, we were yeah. watching, uh, you know, Beat the Chasers, which is great. <sighs> love it. Yeah, so yep. please give us some suggestions, musers. We and need you. Also, if like Dave, you're like, oh, I wonder what John thinks of this film series or that film, and you want to know the plectrum scale, or you want me to do like a quick review, like we did, just ask. Or, or if you want, if you want my review too. Or <laughs> yeah, if you want Carol like to to watch something, you know, you just send her a message and be like, hey, Carol, watch the Godfather trilogy and plectrum rate them for us. I'm sure I, she'll love you for it. I still find it so funny that I watched Fight Club and I was like well over an hour in before I realised that it was two separate characters. I mean, it kind of is, but it isn't. So you say uh, it's like, so Fight Club, like Tyler Durden is a figment of his imagination. Yeah. yeah. So they are different people, different actors. Yeah, I didn't realise that. But But <laughs> essentially the same person because yeah. one lives in the other one's mind. Oh, it's so, so funny. So you thought Brad Pitt and Ed Norton were the same person? Yeah. They, they, they don't look very similar. Obviously, I wasn't paying much attention. Because <laughs> you said that the other week, and I, 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 I don't know whether I wasn't really listening properly or just kind of went, oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. But like when I was editing, I listened back and was like, How? <laughs> How? How would you not know they're the same? Did I really struggle with like characters and separating them, and they're yeah. So if you want to challenge Carol uh, to watch Game of Thrones, that'd be great because <laughs> you know there's only a couple of characters in that. I struggle to differentiate the characters in Sopranos. Yeah, but that's because they're all bigger Italian gentlemen. Oh, who same. speaks the same? Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of characters. So should we cheer up a bit? Yes. 
on to some happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. We're thinking happy, 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 happy thoughts. So what you got to make me smile, Carol? So much. So many happy thoughts. Go. So first of all, David is all caught up on the podcast. Amazing. Cheers, He has listened to every single one from the beginning. Yep. Hence why he's like writing in and being like, <laughs> do this, do that. This is great. Go. So Dave, I want you to message in with a rating of every single episode. <laughs> Plexum rating <laughs> 1 to 30. <laughs> nice. No. The jokes. Jokes. Um, and him and his partner, Morel are also organising an open mic night. So, yeah, I was going to talk about this at the end. Oh, sorry. Uh, I put it in happy thoughts. I, I, well, yeah, I mean, it is happy thought yeah. as well. Uh, and I'm going to be involved. Uh, I They asked for volunteers. I sent in. They invited me along. Uh, so I'm going to be on 3 till 3.30. Yeah. Uh, just playing some songs from the Blue Room. Uh, I've decided that I'm going to keep it quite sort of poolside and beachy oh see i am at work then but i might be able to take my break then so you hopefully... have heard all of the songs many times but you're my favorite and i love it oh thanks babe and john was like you can just watch it because it'll be after if you can't watch it live it'll still be on yeah facebook, facebook live videos stay on forever yeah. you know but i want to watch it live. i want to comment and be like Wee! <laughs> so i'm gonna try and take my break um, at three o'clock, so hopefully I can listen to it. But yeah, live. it's amazing. They're doing it for charity. There's lots of charities involved. There's six singers, I think, involved. Seven including them. Seven acts including them, which yeah. is great. Um, so we've all got involved. Everybody's nominated a charity. I'm doing that a mine for Save Our Venues because I have quite a lot of friends that are bar owners or bar managers who... Yeah. You know, are really struggling now because, like, I mean, it's looking like they're going to be the last people to open back up. And phase three in Scotland, I think. That's, I mean, it's phase three and say phase four in every country, and you know, it's going to be late opening up, and everybody's going to sort of struggle when they do open it up. There's still going to be lots of restrictions involved in numbers that you can have there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing mine for save, uh, save our venues. Starts at <laughs> two o'clock with Morel and Dave. Uh, and then the lovely Mary Caulfield on then, and I'm on third. Uh, but we have seven acts all together, uh, range running from two o'clock all the way to five thirty. Uh, so come and check us out. Stick around for half an hour, ten minutes, however long you can. If you want to sit for the whole thing and have an entire Sunday afternoon of music from lots of talented artists, mm. then uh, come and check us out. Um, and. Even if you don't have time to listen to me, 3 till 3.30 and you're a friend of mine, please just go ahead and just tune in to any of the acts because they're all amazing people and it's going to be an amazing little event running from 2 till 5.30 on Sunday. Woo! Woo. And the next one's all about me. Right. So I might have mentioned it once in the past, but I have been doing the couch to 5K. Have you? Yeah. I haven't noticed. Have you been out? Yeah. Every second day. Oh, whoa. That's where you've been going. (laughs) Coming back all sweaty. I thought you were having an affair. (laughs) I thought you were going like next door or something, getting all hot and heavy. Um, So, I ran for 20 minutes in a row. Like, started, 20 minutes later, stopped. Congratulations. Thank you. I know you were dreading it. I was. 
How did you feel afterwards? So it was after a twelve-hour shift. Yep. Straight from work. Yep. Um, and but I think because do you know when you think something is going to be so bad? Yep. And then it can't ever possibly be that bad. So you're like, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, you came back think, absolutely. Yeah. Buzzing. So I think like the last five minutes, because like I knew I could finish it. Yeah. Because I had five minutes left and I was okay. So sure. I was like, I'm going to finish this. Like, and I, I know. I'm going to get to the end of this. So I must have been running with like the biggest cheeser on my face. Pure. I'm doing it! I'm doing it! <laughs> <laughs> because um, when it says like, oh, like, you're going to run for five minutes, in my head, I'm like, right, that's practically two songs, like near enough two yeah. songs. Um, That'll probably get me to like that bit of my path. So I know there's an end. Sure. And what, the closer it gets, like the harder it gets. You're like, oh, just another minute, just another 30 seconds. I get you. But when I had 20 minutes, I'm like, I'm never going to stop. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, it's so never, it's ever going to stop. Yeah, yeah. So I think because I didn't have that like countdown in my head. Of course. Yeah. And then with the track, you listen to it and it's like, amazing, you're five minutes through. You can do this. And then you can pick different voices. Um, And then like halfway through, five minutes to go, two and a half minutes to go, whatever. So I've done it. Amazing. Congratulations. So my run, thank you very much. So my run today, so it's like different now. Before it was like you do the same run three times. Yeah. Now it's like you do like a, oh, how do I describe it? But you do like a few small runs, a few bigger runs, one big run. I get you. A few small runs, a few bigger runs, one big run. So yeah. it goes in a cycle like that now. So you're on the smaller runs again now. Well... <laughs> I d- my run two days ago was the smaller runs yep. so it's like five minutes eight minutes five minutes yep then my run today it's like the medium runs so right. it is 10 minutes and then 10 minutes and then my next run will just be 25 minutes solid right okay and then I go back to okay no I don't I just check next week it's just 25 minute run Right. 25 minute run and 25 minute run so. right so that, that's just building consistency on running then yeah yeah so I'm on week 6 run 2 so how many runs is that I don't know so I'm on run 17 amazing isn't that do you remember like my knees hurt my shins hurt my feet hurt like yeah I wanted to give up like the, like in the first week it, you just hated it yeah and then, and this is something I mentioned at the start of the podcast, where it really helps me have time for me, where I'm not looking at my phone, no, I'm not crocheting, I'm not watching TV, I'm just running, yeah. And it really helps. Like sometimes I come home from work, I'm like, oh, I wish it was run day. That's good. I quite like how we run just now. The the mindset the mindset shift has been the most amazing thing. Like, it has. Um, yeah, I'm really really proud of you, babe, and I hope you keep it up. Like, yeah, that's once the you've thing. done your 5k, I hope you keep it up, and I'm gonna try and encourage you. Yeah. To keep it up. Yeah, like I, my muscles don't get sore after it or anything mm. like that. It's not where I'm I'm pushing my like I probably could pick up my speed a bit. Like I am not running. Like I'm just lightly jogging. Like I'm definitely not running. But um, maybe I'll, like, time how long it is. Sure. And then, like, maybe try and go a bit faster or whatever like that. Yeah. So once my distance is just, up... Yeah, just... just build yourself up, build up your endurance and stuff like that. And then 
you can start looking at speeds and distances yeah. and things like that. But yeah, like I said, I'm really proud of you. The mindset thing is amazing, and the fact that you're looking forward to it now. And yeah, like I said, once you've done your five k, I think you know I'm going to try and encourage you to to keep going, keep doing it. But judging from the way you're talking, I'm not going to need to encourage you at all. No, I think you're but very I've excited just I set it. myself. I will do it every second day. Like that was what I set myself, and I have been hungover. I have been hormonal. I have been tired after a twelve-hour shift. Yep. I've been all of the feel. I've, I've done it in the rain. I've done it in the scorching sun. Like, but you know how stubborn I am, and I said I would do it every second day. Yep, I've done it every second day. Yep. So, yeah, that's my happy thought. Go me, yay me, yay you, <laughs> woohoo, Carol. And then we've got the lovely Vicky, who walked for nine miles. With her 10-year-old son. Yeah, I mean, like, good for her for walking nine miles, but go, Jay. Yeah. So they were out delivering um, shopping to, to family, her, fa- yeah. her parents and stuff like that. Um, but she's just, she she finds it so happy because they had a conversation, the full way, they didn't run out of things to see, nope. they didn't argue, and they didn't talk about Fortnite. Yeah. So she was just that's loving it. thing for her at the moment, yeah. <laughs> Fortnite is his life just now, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah, he's at it. home all the yeah. time. And then we've got Becky. No, I don't know Becky. Uh, I went to college with Becky uh, years and years ago. Uh, my first college. So I just want to know, so she doesn't live local? No, she's in Wales. She's North Wales based. So Becky makes cakes. Did you get excited? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we're going to get some cakes. <laughs> no, but so if her... Becky, you want to like post some cakes up as, up to us in Scotland, that'd be great. Ooh. I don't know how they would no, I'm joking, it. obviously, yeah. but um, so yeah, her I don't know if it's a business or like, yeah, I think a it's a from home pays. business that she's yeah. doing, yeah. Um, but her cake business is she's been busier than she's ever been, yeah. But I can understand that, like, people are ordering like afternoon teas yeah, and special that's birthday a cakes. a huge thing at the moment, it seems to be like a big trend. People are ordering really special birthday cakes for right. people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really special ones. Oh, man, is it? Uh, got... Oh, yeah, we've got your parents' anniversary. We'll get them a cake, yeah. You don't get cakes for anniversaries. That's so stupid. <laughs> but no, well done, Becky, um, for having your own little business and yeah. making all your cakes. Yeah, amazing. Can't wait to try one. Well, um, next time we go down to Wales, I'll drop her a message. Yeah. And last but not least, we have Lynn. Hey, how's Lynn doing? Well, this is amazing. She has taught her five-year-old son how to tie his shoes. Five. 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 And that child, as we've said before, is just like a little ball of like non-stop energy. Yeah. Getting him to sit down for long enough to be like, yep, yeah, right, cool. Yep, yeah, this is how a time and ace is. That's that is amazing. amazing. Five Do years five old. Five years old. Smashing it out of the park. He is. He's just a little champion, isn't he? What technique did you use, Lynn? That's what I want to know. Oh, yeah. So there's there's like two, isn't there? I don't know. There's a few that I've heard. but There's what, only what, two what, I know. What ones that you know? So there's the one where you like make the tree and the bunny rabbit runs around it. Yep. Or there's the two bunny ears. Yep. That you yep. do that with. Yeah. So the proper way, a, a tighter, more secure one is the tree. Yeah. The, the Americans call it the loop, swoop and pull. Ooh. Um... But yeah, some most of the time I'll just do the bunny one and just be like. Out the what door. do you do on your own shoes? Yeah, well, to be honest, I buy them, I tie them, and then I, I they don't, stay there. They stay tied. I slip them on and off. Now I don't know if you've noticed this. I'm kind of hoping that you haven't, 
You don't tie your shoelaces. But recently I've bought shoes that don't have laces. Do you not know how to tie your shoelaces done? Do I need to get <laughs> Lynn round here? <laughs> but... <laughs> You're actually being serious. You don't know how to tie your shoelaces. <laughs> Do you know really... what? Do you know, I'm not even surprised. <laughs> it was really hard. Did your uh, mum tie your shoelaces for no, you every I, day? I, I know how to tie my shoelaces, but it like I'm such a lazy sod <gasps> that I have literally got, got Velcro. I've got pull-on shoes. <laughs> like all my shoes are just pull-on. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I love a pull-on lace though. A pull-on shoe. The only shoes I've got that you have to tie are my running shoes. I was just about to say the only ones that that a tied for me are my work shoes, the Clark's ones. Mm, you got, you got to, yeah, you got to tie them up. Um, but yeah, but my even, work shoes are just slip on Skechers. Even my dress shoes are slip on. Oh yeah, so they have got no laces. Yeah, my. Oh no, hang on, I've got another pair of Adidas um, sneakers uh-huh. that are tied as well that I have tied once <laughs> and then just stay. But yeah, I'm that lazy that they're all slip on. Ah, I get it. I, I get it. I get it. So that's our happy thoughts. Whee! So quickly, just want to slip in a little Carol joke. Oh, okay. Because I've not done this in a while, and some people who were listening to the old ones were like, "Your jokes are banging, Carol. We miss them." So right. Do you know what? I've got a joke for you, John. So you've had a joke request. Not so much a request, but just a little reminder. How good my jo- oh, have you got a joke? I have as well, but you go first. No. After you? No, 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 no. I was just getting it ready, so I remembered it. Go for it. So I've got, I've got a dad joke as well, uh, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, so, uh, bought a chicken to make sandwiches the other day. It doesn't. It just shits on the floor. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I've got. I've, yeah, it's good. Thanks. Uh, so mine is a two-party. Right. Do you know one of those ones where you, like, you tell a joke and then you tell another joke? Tell another joke like a yeah, few minutes yeah. later, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so there are two soldiers in a tank. Right. One turns to the other one. Yep. And says... It's good. It's good. Oh, uh, yeah. So the second part, the yep. second one, is there are two fish in a tank. Yep. One of them turns to them and says, do you know how to drive this thing? Hey! And the other one says, ah, a talking fish! <laughs> my dad, my, my, this is a genuine dad joke. And he, my dad used to say, uh, sausage and egg sitting in a pan. So, sausage turns to the air and goes, oh, the hell, it's hot in here. And the air goes, ah, talking sausage! <laughs> Oh, I've got another one. I'm on a roll now. Go on. Um, I like to tell dad jokes. I uh, yeah, me too. Sometimes he laughs. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, good joke. I I love a joke. Me too. Uh, Do you know? See when I start a new job. I just realised that's not got a theme tune. It's not an official segment. Oh. We need to work on that. We bill. We bill. We bill. Yeah, when I start a new job, I'll be like. <laughs> Tell me your best jokes, and they're just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I love I love rubbish jokes. It is a bonding experience. I feel. Oh, love it! So funny. Really is. <laughs> <laughs> so what we got next? 
Well, we should have an amusing, but we've kind of ran over. I think, I think we've run out of time a little bit this week. We've had such yeah. fun chatting away. Such fun. Um, that, such fun uh, <laughs> that we've kind of run out of time a little bit. So, you have another week to send in your dreams. We've had a couple. Yep, so we've got my dreams, John's dreams, and two more dreams being sent in. So, if you've got any, it doesn't have to be from just now, like... Just a really vivid one you've had in your past, or yeah. a recurring something recurring, one. yeah, something you know, something that sticks with you. Yeah. Uh, but we've been keeping some dream journals. Dream we've diary. got a few there, so. Yeah, I've had quite a lot of dreams recently, but um, I think it's because I'm back at work, and you know, I've got that like nervousness of I'm gonna sleep in. I I so actually I have up. dreams now, so because I've slept for long enough to Way. actually have a dream. Way. And I was quite annoyed because I had a really good dream, and I was like, oh, that was so vivid, it was so good. I'm gonna write that down. I'll write it down in a minute. I forgot. I have no idea what that dream it's was about. Completely gone. Yeah. Aww. So as soon as I wake up, I type it in my phone. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. As well. yeah. So I've got I've got a list of like eight or ten dreams. I've oh, had. I've got a four, I think. Mm. But that's like I said because I spent a week not sleeping long enough or well enough to have a yeah. decent sleep. And the very last little slither of a segment. Yeah, yeah. Is your game of the moment. Game of the moment. giving me a bit of a hard time about playing the same game for years all, all the time yeah and i kind of got mocked by some of our muses as well <laughs> of like oh how long can you play the same game all the time uh well because it makes me happy okay does it really though no, no. <laughs> you shoot at it all the time yeah so and launch your phone so i found another game now I'd say it's a new game, but it's not. It's an old game mm. that I've used to play and just picked it up again because I haven't played it for years. And obviously, just new versions and new different yeah. types of the same game come out. So, yeah, I downloaded Bubble Pop. Hey, I so, played a version of that on my phone. Yeah, I'm on like level 200 of Bubble Pop or something now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Quite yeah. tense when you play a game, aren't you? Me? Yeah. It's because, like,. I've been watching um, Star Wars Clone Wars. Mm. So, with like loads of the announcements have been made for the Mandalorian series too that's coming out. Mm. I'm like, well, do you know what? Before I watch Mandalorian, which as was documented a few weeks ago, I was waiting for all the episodes to come out. What I should have done is forethought on it and mm. watch Clone Wars while I was waiting. But I didn't because I'm a silly billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, now... That they're making all the announcements are going, oh, this character and that character and this character and that character is all coming from Clone Wars and all the side stories and canon, all the other Dave Filoni stuff. And it's all going to be in Mandalorian season two. I was like, man, do you know what? Like, I watched like the first season of Clone Wars, but I didn't watch the rest of it. Now, I saw the animated feature that they made, the longer one, but I haven't watched all the series of Clone Wars. So I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to watch all of Clone Wars. And then I'm going to watch all of The Mandalorian because I've got time and I've avoided enough spoilers, so balls to you all. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. So while I'm watching all the Clone Wars, I get to play Bubble Pop on my phone because Clone Wars, you can be like, oh, yeah, cool, that's yeah. something. Yeah, just kind of so, in the background. 
So yeah, the other day, um, I woke up when you left for work at like seven in the morning. Yeah. So I was like, eh, just gonna watch Clone Wars yeah. and play Bubble Pop on my phone. So I must have tanked about a hundred <laughs> levels on Bubble Pop. Woo! In a wanna. And I've been doing a little bit of my puzzle book, haven't I? Yeah, you have, yeah. Uh, I don't understand any of them, but it's been yeah, bringing you joy. I've got a book that's like Japanese logic puzzles. Yeah. Oh, the good stuff. Yeah, it's all oh. Sudoku type stuff. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing like a Sudoku. Uh, a little bit. It's got numbers and boxes, so I guess it's practically the same game. It's all the same <laughs> shit to me. Yeah, I love it. Love it. But, um... That's us, yeah. Not got time for our amusing this week. No, uh, so next week uh, we were going to do a Would You Rather special. Would You Rather special. But what I think we'll do is because, as I said, there's lots of podcasts that are doing Would You Rathers. So we're going to take some Would You Rathers. We're going to hit on our dream segment. And we've got a brand new segment, Carol. Woo! Ready for next week. So we're going to do... Top tens. We're going to do John and Carol's top tens. Oh, I'm dreading this. Why? Because I can't make a decision. You've got an entire week. That makes it worse. I need like a minute to just force it out. So I'm going to make it nice and easy for you for the first one, Carol. And it's going to be John's suggestion because John's starting the segment. So next week, we're going to talk through our top ten chocolate bars. Okay. Top ten favorite chocolate bars. So don't worry, it's not going to be all about entertainment. It's not going to be. So chocolate bars, or yeah. just like chocolates, like Maltesers. It can be yeah, it can be a bag of chocolate as well. Yeah. So yeah. a single serving chocolate, like yeah. not like huge. It can be like munchies or yeah, 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 like single serving sweets. Yeah. Okay. That you, yeah. They have chocolate in them. Yeah. So I got to make a bloody poem and pick ten chocolates. Yeah. So it's it's all homework at the at the Hughes Weezers podcast. Yeah, so don't you don't you know I'm working and running and I've got lots of things so to do. So much going on. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna let Carol get off and start work. Uh, so <laughs> thanks very much for lifting, guys. Do really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Chat to you next week. Bye. Bye.